0: What's up, everybody? Johnny English here with another Broken Man podcast. Yes, we are firing these things out left and right, just one right after another, kind of. <laughs> but this is uh uh I told you I'm I'm just I I, I told you I'm on fire now. I just uh I don't know, God lit a fire. That's all I can say. God lit a fire underneath me and maybe now that i've I've gotten past that initial what am I supposed to do and you know I, God's brought a lot into my life and shown me just how horrible of a sinner I've been and just how he put me out in the wilderness and uh i've I've done a lot of thinking, a lot of looking in that mirror, man, staring in that mirror is just horrible when you really sit down and think about it when you when you Think about all the things that you've done and all the people you've hurt. Uh, whether it's uh, you know mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, there's all different levels of hurting people. So um, when you you have to go through that, I honestly believe you have to go through all that in order to be truly repentant and and truly be saved and be a child of God. You have to go through all that. And for some people, it takes longer than others. It just depends. You know, Um, there, there's a lot of fake Christians out there. There's a lot of people out there who think that they're Christian and and not really, they're not. I mean, they're just not. They they profess things and they say things and they learn Bible ver. I mean, some of these people know a lot about the Bible. They uh, a lot of these people have read the Bible. I mean, just think about it like this: Satan knows the Bible better than any preacher, any priest, anybody. Satan knows the Bible forwards and backwards, inside and out. He knows. Satan is prepared to fight his enemy. His enemy is us. And what do we do? We sit on our butts and watch YouTube or TV or, you know, go out and going out and drinking and hanging out with people and having fun and all that stuff. And, you know, we get involved in stuff that we're not supposed to get involved in. And then without even knowing what we're doing, we usher in. We just welcome the devil. Come on in, devil. Take my family away. You know, infect my family, infect my kids and my wife and, and, and me, you know, come on in and take, take it. I'm too, I'm too worried about being famous. I'm too worried about making money. I'm too worried about how much stuff I can have to keep up with my neighbors or, or my family members or whatever. I'm too worried about worldly things and riches and, um, stuff that I can touch and smell and see with my eyes. I'm too worried about that stuff to be worried about reading God's word and following God. So come on in devil and take all my stuff. And that's what happens. It happened to me. It's happened to millions of other people throughout history. The writing is on the wall. We've had God's word for over 2000 years. We've got this book, this guideline of how to live And we don't use it. We don't use it properly. We don't uh, rely on it. We don't pray enough. We don't uh, interact with other Christians enough. We don't help people enough. We don't, uh, there's just so many things that we would rather be doing than what God wants us to do. And then when we, and then we're shocked when we lose everything, we're we're shocked when our families go willy nilly and our, uh, kids aren't saved and, and they're off doing drugs and they're off having sex and, you know, having babies before, and they're still babies. Or uh, your wife or your husband is off drinking and having affairs and, you know, whatever. Or maybe you're doing it together. The, the big thing is, you know, couples or just open marriages and things, you know. We wonder why things fall apart. Because we think we're smarter than God. We think our wisdom is better than God's wisdom. and there's a difference. And if you if you've taken my advice on the last podcast, uh, episode number 29, I believe, if you if you had listened to that and I'm telling you about this this uh, documentary series by uh, a pastor called Spencer Smith, and it is the third Adam there is a third adam third adam 2 third adam 3 where he's talking about mystery babylon he 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 tells you he's he's showing you who this mystery babylon is it's a she by the way you got to go see it you got to go watch the documentaries it's free to watch on youtube just go look up third adam and how we let her into our families to destroy us and destroy our families. We have this spirit, it's her spirit, and it's never gone away. It's been alive since Babylon, and it's just been growing and growing. It has infested the church. It has infested all avenues of secret societies. Well, that's the whole basis of secret societies. And um, because it's a secret, mystery, secret, get it? Everything's a mystery in the occult. Everything's a mystery. Isn't that what occult means, hidden? Yeah, Jesus told us to go out, uh, told the, the the disciples and everybody to to get on the rooftops and shout it out. There's no mystery in the Bible. The Bible is right there. God's word is there. You open the book, you read it. You know what the plan is. You know what you're supposed to be doing. Whereas all these mystery religions, all these you've got Hinduism, you've got all the Eastern uh, occult ritual, mystery religions, that you've got to do all these different things. you've got to wear the same, uh, wear the right clothing. you've got to uh, uh, and by the way, if your church, if your Christian supposed Christian church uh, requires you to wear certain clothing, you've got to say certain things repeatedly. Like uh, Joel Osteen, I, I remember uh, watching a video of him where he has his entire congregation chant something every single service that's enchantment, that's incantations, that is not biblical. It is not Christian. And we get ourselves caught up in this stuff, and you don't even realize you're embedded in it. Like all these women, they're in the 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 feminist movement and the social justice warrior movements, and and you're seeing the Hollywood has been moving towards it, music industry. Oh, the girls have been held down. Women have been held down all their lives. The Bibles, you know, the Christians are holding down the women because you know it, it says that you you know you're supposed to you know submit to your husband yet it doesn't mention that yeah the husband is supposed to be submitting to Jesus they don't mention that part they also don't mention the part where you know god tells you to cling on to your wife and you're supposed to protect her you're, you you both have a job to do in the marriage there's a there it's half and half you know it's it's one of those The man is responsible for one thing and the women are responsible for another thing. They work together as one one person, I guess, however you want to say it. They work together as one to build that household and to lead their children to Christ and to follow Christ and to do the right things. And when one or both of those gets runs astray or you try to change the order that God laid out, things get all screwed up and, it, and get, it gets all messed up, which explains today. Everything's screwed up, and a lot of it is because of this mystery Babylon religion, this harlot, this scarlet whore that has invest has infested mankind. And it has it's it's in so many different things out here. It's so many different religions. It's now in the Christian church. You see Hillsong. I uh, you know I hate, I keep I hate to keep using the same ones over and over. But any pretty much any of your big mega churches, um, if they're singing these worship songs where it's repeating the same words over and over and over, that is witchcraft. That is in, incantations, uh, enchantments. It is uh, it's witchcraft. It's just all that that's all there is to it. It's witchcraft, period. You see this in uh Hinduism, you see it in uh Buddhism, you see it in all the isms, you see it in all the eastern mysticism, all the eastern religions. It's all about chanting, breathing, um look at yoga. You know, I used to laugh that people would talk about yoga being, you know, satanic or whatever. Yoga is basically it's part of a way to let uh, uh, demonic forces, I guess, is, is the best way to put it. You're basically contorting your body into an antenna to let in these evil beings. You're, you're bringing them into your body. These, that's just one thing that we do. When you go out and get drunk at the bar you're inviting in these demons to 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 basically show you around let you you know do you feel like you can you're you're invincible those of you that's been drunk before you're invincible there's more fights there's more uh, affairs there's more breakups there's more, you know alcohol has been responsible there is no good thing about alcohol except maybe you know if you cut yourself and you need something quick so it doesn't get infected you can pour it on the cut that's about all alcohol is really good for that's why it's spoken against in the bible about being drunk you know there's so much out there that this scarlet whore this harlot has in, has infested and the the whole the all the movements that are going we're moving towards we're getting you're seeing the base Foundation being laid for the Antichrist right now. You're seeing it with your own eyes if you just look. But if you're so caught up in man's wisdom, if you're so caught up, instead of looking at God's wisdom, instead of listening to God and his wisdom, mankind is trying to form their own wisdom and it never works out. Science, um, all these religions, you know, all all of these different, uh, you're seeing where they're trying to bring all the religions together. That's a, that's a a foreshadowing. That's that's going to happen, and that is going to happen. By the way, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It is definitely going to happen. It's going to happen in the tri- you know, tribulation. How do you where do you think the false prophet is is coming from? Where, the false prophet's going to be leading the charge, and it's been going on for a long time. The Pope has. They've been having these meetings for the last few years, and they get all these different religious leaders together, of all these different religions: Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, all the isms. They get them all together, and they're talking about bringing all you being accepting of each other's religion. But what they're going to do is they're going to manipulate it into one religion. It's eventually it's going to be one religion, and it's going to worship the Antichrist. That's what it's going to be built around. And a majority of people are going to fall for it because a majority of people are falling for it now. They think they're in a Christian church, and they're not. They're being led by heretics. Just plain and simple, they're heretics. And and, and it starts out small. It starts out slowly. You are gonna oh well you know we we got to sing these new worship songs we're gonna we're gonna sing these worship songs, you know we 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 got to keep up with everybody got to keep up with all the churches all the big churches, so we're gonna have a rock band and, and, and by the way there's no such thing as Christian rock, but uh they're gonna bring the rock band in and we're gonna it's got a catchy tune man, and it repeats the same words you know it's never been easier to write a song right now whether mainstream or Christian rock or whatever. It's never been easier to write a song. All you got to do is write a couple of lines and repeat the same words 15 times. That's it. And be able to carry a tune. That's it. That's all you got to do and you'll be you'll be rich. They'll be playing them in all the big churches. So God's wisdom versus man. Man's wisdom. Man's wisdom you're just constantly changing. It come it started in Babylon with Nimrod and it's just progressively gotten worse. The scarlet whore that he married, Semiramis, is that right? Semiramis? <laughs> Seth, I think that's right. I don't know why I can't remember her name. And, and honestly, I'm kind of glad I don't. Because that just shows you how little I think of her. I hate her. I hate her boss. I hate Satan. And I hate her. But she's always been around, and her spirit has invaded and infested the churches. It's it just gets worse and worse and worse, and and that and this is just scraping the barrel. We're, we're just scraping the top, you know that little dust, the dust flakes off the peanuts on the top of the deal. You know, the little dust, dust, peanut dust. Yeah, we're just we're just at the tippy. We're just scraping that dust off. You guys have no idea what's coming. Some of you do, and I, and I hope and pray that you find out. But this uh, Semiramis slash Isis slash all of her many names, it, that, that's the mystery. I mean, this is spoken about in, in the Freemason books, books about Freemason from Albert Pike and all that. Uh, the mystery, notice they're all secretive. They're all secretive. They talk when they talk. They whisper. They whisper. They don't want you to know. That's why it's a secret society. That's why they don't want people to know. They they claim it is a secret knowledge. And that's the secret. This scarlet whore is the secret. The harlot that has infested everything. They are getting their way, uh, well until God you know, slaps, slaps them across the face. You know how in some, uh, (laughs) in some cultures, slapping is actually like the biggest insult. Like the, like you could call them any name in the book or anything, say anything to them. But if you slap them in the face, that is like the absolute worst possible thing you could do to insult them. And God is going to slap the, he's going to slap the spit right out of their mouth. And 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 I can't wait for that. And I, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm happy and excited about it. I probably shouldn't be, but I am just so disgusted with this world. I am so sick of it. I'm so sick of this of Satan and what he's done. I'm sick of this scarlet whore. I'm I'm sick of all of it. The mystery religions. I'm sick of the the people that just blindly follow this garbage. The people at Hillsong. The people uh, at at, at Bethel Church in Redding, California, at uh, you name it, any of these big mega churches. Like I won't I even walk into one. They are leading people to hell. They are basically, they got a big old bus and they're loading everybody up on it. This harlot is driving it, and she's gonna drive you straight into hell. At well, that's Satan's plan. I mean, that's the whole plan. He copies everything God does, which, by the way, I want to I want I want to touch on that. Speaking of third Adam, I reached out to Spencer Smith because I had a question, and and you almost you have to kind of watch the documentary to understand. But um, he's talking about Nimrod, Simrimus, you know, and then Semiramis, Nimrod dies. Simrimus is now the object of everyone's affection, unlike Christianity, where the son, you know, Jesus is ever obviously, our uh, object of our affection. He is our Savior. But but in the occult, in the mystery Babylon religion, and which has spawned basically all the other religions except for Bible Christianity, it would be easy for someone to argue, well, if you're saying that Satan always copies God, didn't he start this whole Nimrod, Semiramis, Tammuz, unholy trinity before jesus was born so thousands of years before jesus came along so you can't say he copies him if he actually started it first because that's what that's this is what people like to tell you is that the whole mary jesus situation came from that babylonian situation so it was basically that Christianity copied the uh, pagan part. What you don't realize and what these people don't realize because they have man's wisdom, they don't have God's wisdom. And it took, I mean, I just found it out, you know, not long ago either, a few years ago, that the coming of Jesus, the entirety, that that whole thing was planned out and talked about in Genesis. You understand? So Satan knew that it was coming before Nimrod was born. So then he just decided to copy the whole situation, except instead of making Tammuz, the son, the object of everyone's affection, he made uh, Semiramis, the woman, made her the object of the affection. So, when Satan tries to copy God, he always has to change something little. It's always just a little bit different, enough difference for for someone with God's wisdom and someone who's listened to God's wisdom and not man's wisdom. We understand that, and we see that. The people that listen to man's wisdom and refuse to to even touch God's wisdom, they'll never see it. They're never going to see it. They're always going to be lost, and they're all you know, until they change their mind, until they actually start following God's wisdom. They're always going to be lost, and they're always they're never going to see it. So when you're trying to explain this stuff to people, and they're just looking at you like you, you know, slapped them in the face, and and they look confused, and they're like, "I don't believe it. What are you talking about?" It's because they just their heart is hardened, and they will never get it. They will never, there are some people out there that will never accept Jesus. They will never accept the Bible. They will never accept God's wisdom. They think they know better. They think man's wisdom is is the ultimate and that man will save man. But it has been proven for thousands of years that is impossible. Man is full of sin. We are full of anger, fear. We are full of, we're we're scumbags. We are horrible. Horrible people. Yes, there are different levels, but you're still a sinner. You are still a sinner, and without Jesus, you are always going to be lost. Simple as that. God knew that it was coming. God knew what man was going to do. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to earth. He lived a perfect life according to God's law and then he was brutally murdered, and he hung on that cross. It was so brutal that he, he in, in his human side of him, was asking God, even before when he was in the garden, when he's praying in the garden, he, he's like he's like, God, if there's some way that we can do this without going through this, but your will be done. So he knew what was coming. He knew what was coming, but he knew he had to go through with it. He's hanging on the cross. They've got him nailed up there to the point where he can't even support himself. He has to contort in, in just this awful shape and form just to, to, to stay alive what little he, he was alive. He forgives. He, he's in such pain and anguish, and he he has the time to forgive a thief that is being crucified with him, and tells the guy, "You will be in paradise with me today because you believed." He healed so many people because he believed. People reached out and. Uh, One woman, I think, just reached out and grabbed his garment as he's walking by, and he healed her because she believed so much that if she just touched his garment, if she she just touched his robe, that that was enough. And what do the mystery Babylon, harlot, scarlet whore, Satan, what do they offer? Oh, they offer a life full of fun here on earth. And then what? An, a Life full of fun, hurting other people. Because these people don't understand that they're hurting other people. Yeah, I'm having fun and, you know, I'm not hurting nobody. Yeah, you are. A lot of times you are and you don't realize it. A majority of them are and they don't, they just don't care. That's what the mystery offers you. That's what the scarlet whore offers you. And if you're good with that, hey, that's on you. If you would rather live with man's wisdom instead of God's wisdom, and I'm giving give you an example. I mean, it's all over the Bible. The, the Bible clearly divides. Just like Spencer Smith says, God divides. He separates. The wheat from the tare. He's he, he separates throughout the entire Bible. You see him separating his people from everyone else. And he does the same thing with wisdom. Wisdom is separated in the Bible between God's wisdom and man's wisdom. And I was reading, I was actually just reading before the reason I'm, I'm even doing this podcast is because I was reading Corinthians. Yes, I know. It's hard to believe. I'm reading the Bible. But uh, I was reading Corinthians, and I pulled up the King James Pure Bible Search software that I uh, learned about from Pastor Mike online. Still watch him on occasion. Uh, he says a lot of the same things as Spencer Smith. does. Uh, he, he came out with this before Spencer Smith even released his documentaries. He was talking about the Scarlet Whore and the mystery Babylon religions, and, and then it was female and you know all this stuff. I just didn't pay close enough attention. And it's like uh, Spencer Smith kind of just put it all in one big ball and, and put it in one documentary. And then he made part two and part three. And it's really, really good. But it's uh, Pastor Mike offers the same exact information. So uh, two or more sources, that's what the Bible says. So I am you know I believe it. <laughs> um, but wisdom is, it, you, you really have to, if you really sit and think about it, look at all the human wisdom out there. Look at all the man-made wisdom out there. A majority of the time it just goes wrong it's just sour it's not real wisdom but if you go to corinthians uh first Corinthians you'll see where god uh this is just one of the many examples throughout the Bible where God is separating the wisdom of man versus god's wisdom um if we go to chapter two one first Corinthians chapter two and I brethren and I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. So in other words, I didn't uh, didn't come to you with my own wisdom, my own thoughts. I declared unto you the testimony of God, of Christ. That's God's wisdom. For I determined not to know anything anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my uh, preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. So I didn't come to you with my words of wisdom. I came to you with my father's words, with God's words, with where the true power is. God's wisdom always trumps man's wisdom, and a lot of preachers out here. That's why a lot of these churches are going, uh, have been led astray by the, the by the harlot. Is because the preachers get up and they just say whatever they feel like saying. They they preach off of emotion and and they're not even using God's word, or they will twist and contort God's word to fit their agenda. See, God's all about love, man. Everybody love each other. It's just love. We'll all get nude and love each other and drink some wine and play some guitars. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not in the Bible, dude. <laughs> that's just not there. It, it is, that's not biblical at all. You're not preaching, uh, oh, by the way, give me some money, man. Make this church huge. We're going to, you know, we're going to give. Uh, (laughs) so uh, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So stop with the man's wisdom. If you think it's man's wisdom and it's not God's wisdom, run away, just walk away. Okay. I'll give you an example. Okay. Let me give you an example. A few years ago, I'm on a radio station, right? Um, I'll just call it TFR. Some people will know what that is. But I was on this, sh- this, this radio station doing my show, doing my thing. And I'd been doing this for a couple of years, two or three years, you know, on various radio stations and stuff like that. And it was back in the big 9-11 truth movement days, you know. It's where I started learning a lot of the stuff, except I wasn't following it all the way to the point where I needed to follow it. I, don't, I stopped just short of where this stuff was going because eventually I know where I now I know where it was going it all was going back to the scarlet whore that's where it was going uh luciferianism so the so the the person who ran this radio station got in we got into an argument once and there were several other people on this this call this Skype we we used Skype back in the day and and he's like what's wrong with lucifer lucifer's the good guy jesus is the one that's trying to hold you back Lucifer just wants you to have fun, man. He wants you to be free. We want to be free to do with our bodies whatever we want. If we want to have sex and inject drugs and do ayahuasca, we can do all this stuff and be free, man. The chakras and the seeing angels and all this stuff, you know. Yeah. I had to leave that station and uh I firmly believe that's where a lot that's where a lot of my i guess my uh problem started with my marriage. that's where uh, a lot of my problems started. and it wasn't and you know again, I'm not blaming it on the person or or the radio station or the people that were on the radio station. It was me. Because I knew better. I knew I shouldn't be there on this station, which is completely full. To this day, it is completely full of new age esoteric beliefs. And I guarantee if I talked to that same guy today, he would tell me the exact same thing. Lucifer is a good guy. Jesus is the bad guy. God is evil. And he's, uh, it's Gnostic. It's basically Gnostic. That is a Gnostic belief system. The, the the God of the Old Testament was this old, evil, grumpy dude and was killing people and all this other stuff. And then, then the real higher up in the higher echelon, they're the ones that sent Jesus down. And Jesus really wasn't God, though. He was just a cool dude with flip-flops. And, and he said cool things, you know, and just love each other, man. You know, and he was he just did that. And then the woman is actually the one in charge. There was a woman. It's, it's a female divine that... Uh, Feminine divine, keep that in mind. You're going to hear that a lot in the coming years. Uh, but yeah, you're. She's the one that's really running the show. And once she got involved, that's where we have to balance everything out, man. We got to balance it all. Everything's got to be cool and balanced and equal. That's where this whole feminism stuff is coming from. That's why they are feminizing men and then making bringing women up to be stronger than the men. Even though they're saying they want them to be equal, they don't. They want the women to be in charge. That's the whole point. The harlot. They want her in in power, complete control. Period. So that when the Antichrist comes along, they have their one world religion where they all come back together. They come back to the scarlet whore and join as one. And they get rid of all the Christians and they get rid of they tried to, well, they try to get rid of the Christians and the Jews. Those are the two groups that aren't included in their gigantic band of mystery religions. So take it for what it is. But if you surround yourself with other than Christian people, you are risking letting in things that you don't want in your life. If you're having problems at home, if you're having problems at work, if you're having problems at all in any aspect of your life, you need to look and see what you're involved with. I mentioned on the last show too, I just threw a, t- threw a t-shirt away. I've had this t-shirt. It's got this all seeing the, the Egyptian all seeing eye crap on it. I've had this shirt for I don't know how many years. Love the fit of the shirt. I like the shirt. I just, I always knew that I shouldn't have this stupid shirt in my house. Little things like that can cause problems in your house. And you, you don't realize it. It creeps in and it starts, it just grows and grows and grows. And you don't even understand it until it's too late. You've lost everything. You lost your family. You lost your kids. They're they're not saved. Uh, your wife or your husband is not saved. Uh family members, friends, they're not saved. You know, you've you've basically lost everything because you chose to have these worldly mystery religion type crap in your home and around you and you surrounded yourself with it. And then you scratch your head and wonder when things go wrong, why are things going wrong? And then you get mad at God. Well, then you start blaming God because you're too afraid to look in the mirror because you know it's your fault. You know it's you that did this. You know, but you choose to ignore it. And you'd rather blame God, you'd rather blame the Bible, you'd rather blame Jesus and say it's all garbage. It doesn't it doesn't apply to me because it's just old fables and old fairy tales. Because you didn't things didn't work out the way you thought they were going to work out. When in reality, you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing. You weren't following God. You weren't following the Bible. You weren't reading the Bible. You weren't reading. And I know because I'm guilty. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm guilty. I am speaking from experience. I am guilty. And by the grace of God, I'm still here. And by the grace of Jesus Christ, I am saved. And I am going to heaven. And I am standing here and I am proclaiming that Jesus Christ is king. And I am proclaiming that you also can be saved. But you've got to put the work in. You're the one that's got to make the decision. Stop listening to all these, these mystery religions. Stop listening to all these people around you that are trying to spew their own wisdom. Listen to God's wisdom. Only the people listening to God's wisdom are gonna know when it's time to know. If you look in Revelation 13:18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast: for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and 6. That means only the people that have God's wisdom will know what is going on. They're the only ones they're gonna know what the mark of the beast is. That's why. That's why it's important to know God's wisdom and to walk away from man's wisdom. uh, Revelation 17.9, And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. The woman. It's coming, y'all. Jesus is coming back for his church. It could be any minute. Could be next week, could be tomorrow, could be two seconds from now. It could happen at any time. Are you ready? Are you really saved? Are you truly saved? Do you know that you're saved? Are you having problems in your family, in your workplace? Uh, Are you angry all the time? Are you just a miserable human being? Is your family astray? Your kid's out doing crazy stuff your wife or your husband out drinking, partying, sleeping around? Are you together as a couple sleeping around doing crazy couple stuff? And afterwards, you feel guilty? You feel disgusting? Are are you addicted to porn? Are you addicted to alcohol? Addicted to drugs? You just feel miserable all the time. We still have to pay for the things that we do. If you murder someone, you're still going to jail. You can still be saved. but They're not going to let you out of jail because you found Jesus. You still have to pay. That's in the Bible. You still have to pay. So just because you, if you, if you just run to God thinking he's just going to instantly bail you out of whatever problems you created for yourself, that's not going to happen. It is a, it, it's an ongoing process. I didn't expect God to fix my marriage and, you know, bring my kids around and stuff like that instantly. I hope someday it happens, whether the marriage has to go or not. But I hope my kids find Jesus. I hope my friends that listen to me or that I've known in the past, I hope they find Jesus. Past wives, I hope they've found Jesus other family members and friends. I I really, I just want everybody to find Jesus. I want to see all of you in heaven someday. I want us all to congregate, worship God together. That's what I would like to see. So stop watching and listening to, to man's wisdom. Start listening to God's wisdom, and I promise you, things will change. You will see something different. You will see a different perspective. Go out and watch Third Adam from Spencer Smith on YouTube. There's three of them. Um, I don't know why I just did the number three in the air like you're watching me, like you can see me. Maybe you can see me. Maybe the government's watching. Look, three. There's three of them, government. Three of them exposing exactly who you worship. Anyway, thanks for listening, downloading all the good stuff. Well, I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, just go out and support Spencer Smith and his uh, cool documentaries. Uh, Pastor Mike online, you can catch him on YouTube as well. Michael Hoggard, H O G G A R D. He is uh, very knowledgeable. He has got a ton of information out there on the Freemasons and all that stuff. A uh, lot, a lot of good stuff out there. So uh, go, go out there and learn. There's enough out there, but read God's Word. Learn from God's Word. I just cracked open, uh, read two chapters of Corinthians and had the idea to do this podcast. I was like, I got to do this podcast now. That's how powerful God's Word is. That's the reason I've done four of these in the last week is because of God, God. God's uh, inspiration, not Johnny's inspiration. God's knowledge, not Johnny's knowledge. So anyway, thanks again. We'll catch you again real well soon with another podcast who knows when it might be might might be tomorrow might be who knows i might do one every day it's hard to tell uh i'm just trying to listen to god and i i hope you are too i love every one of you pray for me and my family uh i pray for all my friends and family members people that you've lost recently i pray for all of you uh in your pain i really do so uh love you all catch you again later